It's Friday, August 28, 2020, and from the Pennsylvania Environmental Council, this is Pennsylvania Legacies. I'm Josh Rollerson. Last September, Peck hosted the first-ever Public Lands Ride in celebration of Pennsylvania Trails Month. It was a well-attended group outing in Moshannon State Forest in central Pennsylvania, and the feedback was positive. So at the end of it all, it was a pretty easy decision to plan on a repeat event for 2020. But of course, a lot can happen in six months, and maybe you already see where this is going. By springtime of this year, it was beginning to look like the public lands ride would be canceled, like so many other events that had been planned for this year. So the Peck Trails team went back to the drawing board and reconceptualized their whole approach. Instead of a single group riding the same route on the same day, the public lands ride would become a month-long celebration spread out across a half dozen locations and as many rides as participants were up for. Instead of clustering together in potentially unsafe numbers, riders would share their experiences from a safe distance via social media. In other words, an event that might easily have been scrubbed and forgotten got bigger, better, and a lot safer. All thanks to the imagination and hard work of PEC's trails team, including mapping coordinator Helena Catala and program director Frank McGuire, among others. They're here now to tell the story and to preview the new and improved PEC Public Lands Ride, which kicks off next week. Frank, Helena, welcome to Pennsylvania Legacies. So good to have you here. Yeah, great to join you. Great to join you, Josh. Tell me about the origins of the public lands ride. You had the first one last year. What was the thinking that went into deciding to hold that event? What were the goals? And then how did it play out? Yeah, for a long time, there's been um, multiple events around the state uh, that are very much catered towards people that uh, you know really want to have a hard day in the woods. Uh, and so we thought about public lands as something that was actually going to be a little less of a um, endeavor and much more about celebrating the unique public landscapes we have. And so we sought out to connect state parks and state forests, highlight what makes those places special and make them something that's achievable for someone who's a weekend warrior as a rider. So um, still a challenge, but something that's more in the 45 to 60 mile range, which is something that, you know, by late fall, hopefully people have worked their way up to. That was the, the goal of the event. Helena, I know you were out there on the ride last year. What were your impressions of the, the inaugural public lands ride? How'd it go? What was it fun? Absolutely. Um, we luckily had a absolutely gorgeous uh, September day. And we had about just under 100 riders out for the event, uh, which wasn't bad considering it was the first year and we had a little bit of a late start with regards to uh, promotion. And we had two course options. So there was a, about a 25 mile and a 55 mile. Um, and the event took place at Black Moshannon State Park as the base and then headed out into the surrounding Moshannon State Forest. The 55 mile longer course was certainly a challenge for a lot of riders. Um, there is a section towards the end that was a little bit more of a double track grassy snowmobile trail with a couple steep punchy climbs. Uh, and then the, the 25 mile option was also a nice challenge for folks who are a little bit newer to the sport. Um, for instance, my, my mother-in-law came out and rode it and she's not used to doing that type of mileage or elevation, but she got through it and loved it. Um, so I think we achieved our goal of offering a challenge for um, a variety of different types of riders, for sure. So you guys had this great idea 
it's executed. Everything goes off pretty smoothly. A good time is had by all. A decision is made to re-up, and we're going to do it again in 2020, right? Now we're in, like, fall of last year. Comes around to springtime, COVID-19, right? Everybody is remaking their plans. When did it become apparent to you guys that the event that we had last year in the fall was not going to work this year? And, and then how did you approach that problem? So we pretty quickly realized, uh, you know, late March, early April, that this was going to be a very different year. Probably, I would say by the end of April, we knew we were going to have to do it somewhat differently. We do have the benefit of being in central PA. So there were the cases were not as bad at the time. And we were one of the first areas to come out. Center County was one of the first to come off the uh, more stringent restrictions. So we actually went through several phases of what are we going to do and how are we going to approach this? At one point, we even talked about doing something of sort of people putting, putting people out on the ride in waves, uh, you know, that we wouldn't do a mass start like we did last year. The logistics of that kind of hurt our head, so we didn't follow through on it. So we probably in the June timeframe really shifted to this idea of like, well, rather than doing just one event, uh, we've always talked about, you know, it's called the public lands ride. It's not particularly tied to a single landscape. How is it that we could move it to other parts of the state? And that was sort of like a future consideration that we could actually do a series of these. Uh, and so we started thinking like, well, what would those courses be and where could they be? And could we do this virtually? Um, so that, I think, you know, probably in late May, early June is when we really started to coalesce around that idea. Um, and it, it really good, got some good traction for us at that time. Like, you know, we're thinking, yeah, this makes a lot more sense to do it this way and not trying to focus on one day, but actually um, how is it we spread it out that gives, you know, de definitely lets people social distance when we ha have it across a month. September is also uh, Trails Month in Pennsylvania. Uh, and so it's an opportunity to encourage people to get out to the state parks and state forests, um, maybe make a weekend of it, see some of the other thing attractions that are in the area. So it, going back to our original idea of what the public lands ride could be, this was a better, better way to meet those goals. So as you were trying to figure those things out, were there other uh, events that you were able to to look to for inspiration or ideas? You know, there was a couple events. We are actually partnering with one called Unpaved, which is a, a huge off-road event uh, in the Lewisburg area. They were supposed to have their event in early October. Uh, they attracted some 1,100 people last year. And so we were sort of talking to them about what their approaches to going virtual were going to be. Uh, but we also heard about there was an event somewhere in the Midwest that rather than having people come there to do the event virtually, they transitioned pretty quickly to here's the distance, ride it at home, post about it. Uh, and also the unique thing that they threw in there was somehow it was like spend 20 bucks while on your ride. So you're spreading some money locally and then also donate 20 bucks to a local uh, trail nonprofit. Uh, and we thought that was kind of an interesting model. Um, so we, you know, looked at that and thought about how we could incorporate that. One of the things that we're doing with our event is we're not charging. There's no registration fee. We're very much encouraging people to support the friends groups in the, in the parks and forests in the, place, the locations we have. 
So some real thought given to how do we sustain this relationship with with local economies and local trail groups and how to support the areas that are that are home to these routes. Obviously, this wasn't just you two guys coming up with this whole event. There's a lot of partners, a lot of stakeholders involved. Um, who are we talking about? Who played a role in making the public lands ride happen? So I mean, first and foremost, the lands are, are managed by the Department of Conservation and Natural Resources. And so we worked with uh, the Department. Bureau of Forestry primarily, but also Bureau of State Parks, uh, particularly when we were looking at Moshannon Shannon State Forest uh, and Black Moshannon Shannon State Park. Um, but DCNR is the, the land manager. They have a mission to provide outdoor recreation. One of the interesting things about what we do is state parks are, people often think of them as, you know, where you go to recreate. And that's because they have developed recreation state forests have di dispersed recreation. So they want you to get out and explore. Uh, they don't want you to be concentrated in an area. And that actually ended up being one of the, the principles by which we tried to follow of showcasing the landscape, but getting people out and about in places that maybe they, they don't really look to when they're thinking about going outside. We also partnered with a number of local um, businesses so Purple Lizard Maps is a local map maker, Mike Herman. He has released maps of most of the state forests in central Pennsylvania. Um, so we thought that partnering with him would be a, a logical step as uh, all of our routes are on areas where um, covered by his maps. We also have a number of partners who are offering up uh, swag or prize items. Uh, so stands, no tubes is gonna be giving out a, a gravel wheel set. Um, Purple Wizard Maps is gonna also be giving out some uh, prize packs, including maps and uh, gear. And then um, another local gravel event, Unpaved, uh, will be offering a free entry to their 2021 event uh, as one of the prizes. And just because there's only bad publicity is when they don't get your name right, it is unpaved of the Susquehanna Valley. And that's paved is capital P, capital A. Helena, tell me about how you selected the route, since I know you were out there doing the research, doing the scouting. How did you do that process? So obviously, uh, our partnership with Purple Lizard was the, the starting point. Um, so we wanted to do all routes in state forests uh, where Mike has released maps. And then another logical step was to just go with places that um, I'm pretty familiar with. Um, so Bald Eagle State Forest, Rock Rock State Forest, and Moshannon State Forest are the, the three closest to um, our base here in central Pennsylvania. And I've ridden most of those roads myself. Um, so it was pretty easy to come up with some routes that would highlight uh, the best of what all those areas had to offer. Uh, and another goal of the ride was to get people out to um, state parks that are a little bit more off the beaten path and, and corners of these state forests where not a lot of people generally recreate. Um, so for instance, Roth Rock State Forest surrounding State College tends to have a lot of folks going there. A lot of folks know about it, uh, but there's a little corner of Roth Rock farther south surrounding Trough Creek State Park that a lot of people don't even know exists. So our goal was to get folks out to some more of those places to highlight them. Maybe we should back up actually and talk a little bit about the mechanics of this. You know, if I'm going to participate in the ride, rides multiple perhaps, 
what steps should I take? Do I need to register for this? I know you said it's free, but do I need to sign up? So there is no formal registration. Um, you don't need to sign up. You don't need to, to do anything specific. Go to the PEC website and we have a number of blog posts, each one detailing each of the routes uh, where you'll find not turn by turn, but sort of some general directions and a description of what to expect. Um, some photos, other things to do in the area, where to stay, both uh, state parks and then if there's other options for lodging in the area, any other interesting things to check out. Uh, and then that also has an embedded ride with GPS map. And via that map, you can either use it on the app on your phone, the ride with GPS app. Uh, you can also download a GPX file from that map which can be used on any device that you want, whether it's your you know, GPS on your bike um, or another mapping app that you prefer. Take a look at those descriptions, decide which routes you wanna do, um, go do them. And then we ask that people share their experiences on social media, sort of to get credit for, uh, for doing the routes. Um, so, uh, on Instagram, we're at Peck Public Lands Ride. So give us a follow, tag us in your photos. That's hashtag Peck Public Lands Ride 2020. We also have a Facebook group. Uh, it's just called Peck Public Lands Ride, where you can share your experiences. And then we have some swag for folks who do uh, at least three of the routes. Uh, we have a special patch that we'll send out to you in October after you've proven via photo evidence that you've completed three of the routes. So uh, you guys are just going to be kind of monitoring the hashtags and the social feeds and designating people that are eligible for swag and prizes, or do I need to like formally submit anything? We are asking people in October to send us an email with their, you know, let us know what their Instagram tag is and then their contact, their mailing address so we can mail stuff out. So I mean, w one aspect of it is that these rides are, are up and available now on Ride with GPS. People can download and we've already had somebody get out to the very first one last weekend um, and post using the hashtags. Um, we are sort of trying to focus people into September, but we ex the, the routes will live on beyond our time frame. So the sort of promotion of it of, of, through social media, um, you know, we're, we are looking for people to do that in September, but, uh, you know, get out and ride when you can, I think is going to be the other part of this too. Frank McGuire, Helena Catala from the Pack Trails team. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for having us, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Everything you need to know about the 2020 Public Lands Ride is on the PEC website at pecpa.org. Check out the events calendar for an overview and details about how to participate, and then dig into our detailed route descriptions. Lavishly illustrated and complete with interactive maps and itineraries, there's a ride for everyone, and there is more than enough information to figure out which one is the right route for you. We've got all the links in the episode description for this podcast. Again, it's all at peckpa.org. While you're on the website, check out the policy section to catch up on what's happening in the state capitol, upcoming meetings, votes, bills, pieces of legislation, regulatory matters that are before 
the decision makers in Harrisburg. We are following them closely. You should be too. Check out the policy section and the bill tracker. You can also learn about Peck's work in watersheds, communities and landscapes, our energy and climate program, and of course, trails and outdoor recreation. One more time, it's at peckpa.org on Twitter, at P-E-C-P-A on Facebook as well, and we're on Instagram too. We'll be back in two weeks. Until then, for the Pennsylvania Environmental Council, I'm Josh Rollerson, and thanks for listening.